There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, what a great half hour that was with Mary Jo Peel. Wow, that was great. Now we've got another good two hours ahead here. Looks like a little uh, bidding war potentially. Well, well, first, we never gave away books. Oh, for Mary yes. Jo Peel. Yeah. Give us a buzz, 651-641-1071. That's true. I'll get the two callers here. We'll get some books to give away. Thank you. Do that. Do that. And then I don't know if you had a chance to watch this morning that Harry Smith uh, did a thing on the Today Show um, with Carol Burnett looking back at her career. And this is the head of the special that's going to be on. But it was, again, I mean, I thought I... I, I thought I like know everything there is to know about Carol Burnett, but Harry got there were some really great stories, and so that's just wonderful. She's almost her 90th birthday, and the special is next oh. week. So that that interview is posted. Yes, good one. Um, Serena Williams is shopping a memoir and getting ten million dollars offers. Okay, so I would be I would be up for this. I mean, I'm all in on this one. Of course you are. Yes, of course I, I mean, am. when she announced her retirement last year in a Vogue uh, essay, she wrote about wanting to move on, you know, from yep. her tennis career and being excited about what comes next and blah, blah, blah. And so she's on a roll off the court. She's shopping a memoir and offers could hit over $10 million. A publishing insider said the book world is buzzing that her memoir, and she's using this power literary agent, Suzanne Gluck at WME, and that there are eight figures yeah, deals I'm, I'm not on surprised. the table. I'm not surprised. And it may have already closed. So, um, and she did launch on Monday a multimedia production company called 926 Productions, which has a first look deal with Amazon. Sounds like the Sussex deal that they had with sure. Netflix. So, Anyway, according to The Hollywood Reporter, one thing that's in the works from Serena's production company is a soccer soccer doc, documentary called Copa 71 about the 1971 unofficial Women's World Cup. That we know nothing about, we know so nothing. we're going to learn about it. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I want to know about, I want to tell all, uh, I want her to tell us everything about her feelings about some of her... You know, Maria. Coaches. Sher- yeah. Her- no, Maria Sharapova. You know, oh, some of the people yeah. she played against. Yes. And I want her side about any of her, you know, famous quote unquote meltdowns. She didn't have many, Lori. No, but the, she just had the one. The foot The fault, really big one. The foot fault call in New York in yeah. 2009. Yeah. No, the one when she played. Um, She's had more than one, I think. But they're not. The Osaka. That was a big one. Okay. Um, At the U.S. Open fi- final. Yeah. Um, 
I, she's interesting, and we don't know a lot about her. No, we, we know don't. about her daughter, Olympia. We see pictures of them. We know a little bit of her story from King William, yeah. the movie. We don't know. There's a big gap. I yes. would be interested. Yeah. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. that would be very good. Now, this, I couldn't believe when I saw this, but apparently uh, they're they're betting on this in Vegas. Um, Erica Jane is going to do a little, uh, you know, before... When she first joined the Housewives, one of the things that we did like about her right away was that she was this Billboard Dance Club song uh, performer that actually had. Well, I mean, she had. I love how you just said that. She's a song performer performer. as opposed to a singer. Well, because she is lip syncing (laughs) and Billboard, she has nine number ones on Billboard's Dance Club songs, which. Just to give you an idea, Christina Aguilera has 10 on the Billboard mm-hmm. Dance Club okay. song. Britney has 11. Kylie Minogue has 14. Lady Gaga has 15. Wow. Erica Jane has 9. And Madonna has 50. Just to get it yeah, all out there. Yeah. But, you know, Erica Jane has the 9. And uh, anyway, she's going to be performing way the hell down at the other end of the strip. It's going to call... The show's going to be called Bet It All on the on Blonde, and it's at the House of Blues in the Mandalay Bay. So she's going to have a kind of a residency. She's going to have um, 11 dates over okay. five weekends. The new type of residency. The new type of residency. The new residency. <laughs> Less than 15, right. more than five. Yes. But it's August 25th, and so, you know, uh, she's got to... I, I could, you know, she's got to try and make some more money because she's got to be on the hook for a lot of at least would you go to that? fees. Um, would I, I go to that? Yeah, probably not. Either would I. Yeah, probably not. But I think there would be people. She had a very strong. I mean, remember she played at the saloon. Yes, she, she played. Before she, a gay was, pride. she was here for Gay Pride. Parade. Yes, 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 she was here. Yeah, and because and it might have been. It was before her. Her, I just feel like it was she, before all this. Yes, and, yeah. Tom Girardi stuff. I feel like she used to be so much more likable. Well, because, Tom Girardi was funding all of her yeah. videos and all her dance performances. I mean, it was a lot of that money went to those. And I loved her over the topness, but then during the Tom Girardi case and the diamond earrings that she won't return, and the more we learned about her, the less likely I am to go see her live. Mm-hmm. So. Girls gotta eat. That's right. It's a new era of Erica it's, Jane, it's, according to Erica okay, Jane. Okay, we're ready. Um, and we never really talked about this, but um, this is kind of some kind of art imitating life. The fact that Charlie Sheen is made up with the two and a half men creator Chuck Lorre, and they're working on a new TV show is just wild it was wild news grant brought this up to us yesterday i saw it and i'm just like this is crazy it's going to be just eight so it's not like a lifelong you know 25 you know things like he did with two and a half men i mean he filed a hundred million dollar lawsuit against warner brothers and chuck lorry and they settled for 25 million he was fired he was fired replaced by ashton kutcher and, and and really he was that year i mean he took up all the space on the internet and socials. The Warlocks, Tiger Blood, Adonis, DNA, winning. 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 I'm winning. We Tiger Blood. He was right. winning, but he was getting $1.25 million per episode of Two and a Half Men. 
And this is back in 2012, I think. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. And so. So, How to Be a Bookie, co written yeah. by Chuck Lore and Nick Bacay, a veteran bookie played by Maniscalco, who struggles to survive the impending legalization of sports gambling. And yes, old Charlie is in it. And, and Sebastian. Sebastian Manisco- Maniscalco? Maniscalco. Yes. No, Lori, you got it right. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. So I think this is going to be, you know, I like it. I like the idea of it. But I mean, it's just so wild. It's art imitating life kind of a thing. You know, to Time heals a lot of wounds, Lori. Yes. And then I want you to know that Larry Burkhead and, uh, is not cooperating with the, this documentary that we looked at the trailer. For the Anna Nicole Smith Anna documentary. Nicole. And she was, he was the photographer that they have a daughter together. They, Danny Lynn, she's now yeah. 16. He uh, He's working on his own documentary. Okay. He was asked to be in the documentary, but he refused. He wishes everyone luck that Anna, that wants to tell Anna's story, but he feels that nothing so far has scratched the, service, or the surface. surface, and he has a lot of never-before-seen home movies and diaries. Because so. he was a photographer. He documented everything, everything. I'm sure. So anyway, okay. he's going to work on his own thing. Just wanted you guys right. to know. And then Riley Keough, we don't know what what we're going to see her next, but she's a certified death doula. What is that? Posted that, that, on, that. Her, on her Instagram. Um, it helping like people that know life. they're dying. Yep. Help everyone oh, die. Okay. It's a death doula, and she probably wanted to. You know, her her brother, you know, Benjamin, uh, took his life almost three years ago, and so. When you have a family member, a good friend, or yeah. somebody you know that takes their life by suicide, you really start thinking about death in a lot of different ways. So maybe this is a healing process a healing for, her. Yeah. for yeah. her, but she is a certified death doula. Cool. I feel like the Star Tribune had a story about people that kind of help families um, Deal come with to it. terms yeah. with somebody well, I, who's dying. Y- you hear more and they more did. about how we talk so much about living, but not enough about dying. Mm-hmm. And um, there isn't a lot of information about it, yeah. really. So I, I like this yeah, idea, so, getting people comfortable with it. It yeah, happens. It mm-hmm. is. So this is, so, yeah, that's that's what she's doing. And just, oh, I just love her. Mm-hmm. Just I'm cheering for her, Riley Keough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, she's just so great in that. Stevie Nicks like Fleetwood they Mac. Just, Casey and I were talking about that. How that. did Fleetwood Mac endure all of the cross? Someone sent us a text an email on that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, we've yeah. known that Taylor, Taylor Jenkins Reed has said it was just had she had got the idea of a seventies this band. And you mean like all the different relationships with the cat with the with band the band members? members. Everyone, you know, Chris. I'll, I'll sleep with. I, I'm married to you now. Now I'm going to date you. Then I'm going to. I mean, they really just. A lot of affairs, a lot of, well, everything happened. Yes. But anyway, that was not exactly the case with Daisy Jones. No. More emotional affair. Mm-hmm. Such a good show. Love it. We got to go. Okay, you know how we feel about getting to our wonderful airport early, enjoying yourself, and starting your vacation early. I'm at the website, mspairport.com, and they have an entire section about where to eat, what restaurants are available, where to shop. And I'm looking at the shopping information, Lori. And, you know, they have so many fun stores there. Um, They've got the North Loop Market, which has souvenir teas from Minnesota companies, home decor, gift ideas. That's on Concourse G, right by Gate 1. 
And another one that would be fun, you know, is the PGA shop at the airport because it's open daily from 1 to 8. But you can go there. They've got a virtual driving range and, range and putting green. Think of... You know, you're laid over the, for a long time. I love the Prince store and the, the Prince store. The, the love. store and the Saworski Crystal Shop. And the Sunglass Shop yeah, yeah. and Hammermaid and Adventures North. We love it. MSPAirport.com for more information. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so this is exciting news. And um, Grant, you weren't with us yet, but we did a project down in Dirty at the Minnesota Zoo. Oh, yeah, I've heard about this one. It was so much fun. We really just loved it. But the Minnesota Zoo, when we were there, they were talking about trying to raise enough money to use the elevated monorail track that was no longer functioning and make it into a pedestrian loop above that you would walk above the zoo nice. and grant got this for me today and that it, it, Is it friday july 28th it's going to open cool nice. it's more than 30 feet above the zoo so you can look down at all of the different areas you know and it's just a different perspective it's a mile and a half loop trail that's cool and um they're so excited about it but i just wanted to let people know that the minnesota zoo is open year-round except for Thanksgiving and Christmas Day. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. I, I didn't either. And That's they're a cool open effect. every day, 10 to 4. And on some holiday weekends, um, they're open. On weekends, they're open later. But during the week, the 10 to 4 are their hours. They um, are the Minnesota's largest environmental learning center. Like 360,000 people have gone through their education. They have summer camps, too. Yeah. So if anyone wants to. It's just a treasure, and we forget about it. And I just remember how, I mean, it's just going to be gorgeous to be able to walk above and during summer and then when the fall leaves are changing. So shout out to the Minnesota Zoo. That's cool. That's a great experience. I I think so. Now, when I sing the song, Lori, do the can, can, can. What what do you think? I'm thinking about what soundtrack was that on? Moulin Rouge. Yes. Okay. So David Fema. Mm-hmm. is opening up a restaurant in the old Ribnick Furs spot on North First Avenue or Street, right downtown in, what do you call that area? The North, North Minneapolis, the North, North Loop. Loop. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's going to be called Maison Margot. And after two years of working on this project, it's going to be Paris in the North Loop. And um, they're going to have a three-level masterpiece with the coolest underground bar in the world, a modern take on Parisian brasserie food, a Ralph Lauren-inspired event center, and a neighborhood terrace. So it's going to be, it sounds like kind of a cool spot. The private opening is May 11th, so after that, it's going to be open for another new That's spot. That's a beautiful building. Oh, I know mm-hmm. it. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And um, that kind of just sounded like a fun spot to be. So yeah. that is opening. Um, we have a the very first... American woman to cross the Boston Marathon is a native of Elk River, 
And her name is Emma Bates. And the Boston Marathon, what was it? It was Monday. Monday. Mm-hmm. And um, her time crossing it was um, two hours, 22 minutes, and 10 seconds. It's the personal best. best fast. And qualified her for the 2024 Paris Olympics. Helen Oribe of Kenya won. Um, the winning person actually was two hours and five minutes, Lori. Can you imagine? You're That's a marathon fast. person. What That's do men fast. usually well, finish it? Women usually are like maybe 20 minutes slower than men. Something like that. 20, 25 minutes slower than, than men. But I know like for grandma's marathon, it's a qualifying marathon for Boston. But you have to finish the marathon in three hours and 15 minutes. You have to run at 3.15 to qualify for 315. Boston. 3.15. Wow. 3 hours and 15 minutes to run Boston. Wow. So, My buddy finished the Boston Marathon, a guy I coached with this 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 last one. So he had to run a 315 to even qualify yeah. to get in it. He's a former Nebraska wrestler, just yeah. a stud athlete. But he sent me, a t- uh, I found out via text that he had finished it. And I'm like, my God, what mm-hmm. an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. That really is. Yeah. I remember when I was running, that phase I was in, made it to 12 and a half miles. But the fastest I could ever do a mile in was like eight minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, I'm with yeah. you. I could yeah. go long, but not fast. Yeah. I mean, that is just, that is crazy. Um, so congratulations to Emma Bates of Elk River. Mm-hmm. If you're listening or your mom's listening, hello. We got one call, if you don't mind me interrupting, no. just to add to your zoo stuff. Yeah. Kim called in and she wanted to, she works with the with the zoo and a lot of nonprofits, uh, not with the zoo directly, but I believe she said some nonprofits. But anybody, this is just a tip for anybody that's on any type of government assistance or government aid has free access to the zoo all the time. You're right. Which is Thank that. you for bringing that I up. I didn't know that. So she was just like, it'd be a great way to let people know that that is an option they have, you know, to let that out there. So that's kind of cool that... We get that off. We get that up. They get that opportunity. Yeah. And being in nature is just healing people. We hear about it every different way. Absolutely. Sideways. All right. People, McDonald's fans, Mm -hmm. Grant, Mm -hmm. I know you and I are. Lori stops by once a year. (laughs) Um, But, you know, for us big fans, they're making big changes. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're just rolling it out. They're starting on the West Coast. They're making changes to the burgers. So here's what they're changing. The Big Mac is going to get more mackier. They're going to add more sauce. Oh, good. Um, okay. And they want to make it more of a messy pub burger than a run-of-the-mill drive-through burger. Well, they 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 got tight with the sauce a long time ago. They did. Mm-hmm. A dollop. A dollop. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I remember, like you know, in high school, senior year of high school, my friends that we went every single day to McDonald's because there was one like eight blocks from Duluth East. And every day I had a Big Mac, small fries, and a small root beer, and it was like a dollar fifty. Oh. It was, it, golden. Yeah, oh. but it was so messy. It was just oozing with the, the that the, the special Thousand sauce. Island yeah, or whatever. Yeah, oh. loved it. Love it. So they're going to be adding more. Good. The buns are going to be softer. They're going to be pillowy buns that are freshly toasted to a golden brown. Okay. The cheese will be meltier, so more chemicals. <laughs> I, I don't it. know how you do that. Don't mess with the fries. Please they, don't. No, they're and making the no changes. Okay. The fries are the best in the world. And the Coca-Cola. Their fountain Coke is oh. un everybody who knows who loves who knows Coca-Cola, their fountain Coca-Cola is the best fountain Coca-Cola. Actually, I know someone who goes there for that. Yeah. And the onions are changing. Instead of tossing them in at the end, they're gonna add them to burgers on the grill so, to get a more caramelized flavor, which I like that. And um, they're rolling this out on the West Coast. Hopefully it's going to be happening over here soon. But I like this a lot. I can Hollywood speak this a little bit. Yeah, okay, do it. Culver's is putting pressure on them. Think about it. You know, you go to all these fast food restaurants now and they have really 
good burgers. And I love McDonald's. And in and, in and out in in the, and ca- out. On, on the West Coast. On the West Coast. Yep, in and on the West Coast. So mm-hmm. here, our competition here. But, you know, you got those fresh buns with Culver's. Fresh bur- Everything is fresh, fresh, fresh. And I know yeah. McDonald's and I love it. But it's definitely not fresh, fresh, fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and we have to give a shout-out to Sarah. You know who you are. She just wanted to clarify, to qualify for the Boston Marathon, it depends on your age. Oh, that's what it is. The older yeah. you are, the time to qualify it decreases. Yeah. So I probably get four hours and two minutes. Oh, maybe. Not enough for my eight-minute yeah. mile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need like seven. Right. But yeah, thank you, Sarah, for letting us know that. Um, is it already time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have so many other fun things to tell everybody, but I like knowing about the zoo being open year-round, and people can go to it. So That's go cool. check it out. Yeah. All right. Here's a thought to get people feeling just happy. Why not go to a wonderful show at Chan Hassan Dinner Theater? You can have a great dinner. You're going to see a, a fabulous Broadway musical, and The Prom is playing through June 10th. We've seen it, and this show is absolutely outstanding. Big song and dance numbers. It's very funny. It's a modern story that celebrates love. And this show will lift you up and bring you a whole lot of happy. And then they have this thing called intermission. So you can get a delicious slice oh. of rainbow cake. You park right outside. Get a grab. I mean, it's just such it's such a happy place. I agree. And then they also have all of the tribute concerts. I mean, these sell out. But I'm going to give you a little tease here. Okay, coming up, the Disco Kings. They're Friday and Saturday, May 5th, 5th and 6th. And they, it's 90 minutes of high-energy music. ABBA, Donna Summer, Casey and the Sunshine Boys, the Bee Gees, much, much more. They also have the tribute to the Carpenters, Steve Winwood. I'll be waiting, Sean Ducrat, whatever your name it's is. It's Clan. Clan, is that what it is? <laughs> but not, but in, in our system, someone spelled it C-I-A-N, so, so I can see her. Sean. And I thought it was C-L-A-N. I can't yeah. see very well. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, so yeah. funny. Whoever that guy is. You know who you are. Right. Yeah. You know your name. We just don't. <laughs> <laughs> I read that wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's take a Grant to get ready to dial. Uh, we'll Ooh. take the seventh caller. Six All right. Five one six four one one oh seven one if you're available on Thursday, April twenty seventh to come to the theater at the Showplace Icon Theater. We're gonna watch Book Club, the next chapter. And this is the movie with Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, Candace Bergen. Mary Steenburgen, and we're going to Italy with the ladies. It looks For, really cute. It really does. It's kind of a, a advanced screening, and we'll be there. It is there an advanced and, screening. So, yeah, 651-641-1071. Grant's already answering phone calls All right. for that. Um, question for you, Julia. Yeah. If you saw that Rihanna was seen leaving a restaurant in Paris at 2 in the morning last night wearing a 99 uh, something from the 1999 Fendi collection that Carl Lagerfeld designed. Would you think that she might be, because two weeks from yesterday, we'll be talking about the Met Gala. Would you think she's in Paris? Getting fitted. Getting fitted for something, you know, I in would a think, vintage. Yes. Fendi or Chanel. I would think so. I know. Because, I don't think she was there last no, year. No, she hasn't been for a few years. Has she, she was not, Julia. She so was that's not. Coming up the first Monday in May, so that's just two, two weeks, weeks out. from yesterday. Yeah. And if there's one celebrity who dominates Met Gala, it is Rihanna. She wasn't at the last at last year's gala because her due date was so close to the event. At least that was one of the reasons. 
And um, so anyway, I'm sure Anna really wants her there. And um, I thought that question was going to go in such a different way, Lori. Rihanna. Because I was just going to say, leaving somewhere at 2 a.m., I would think, oh, her poor tired feet no 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 she, yeah. she's in paris maybe she flew away who knows yeah. but she was seen you know, out it's so classic and uh you know she's wearing a strapless tube top but then someone id'd the jacket it was a patchwork jacket that was from the 1999 when carl lagerfeld was was designing i thought oh, is she gonna do, be there she always does amazing there's gonna be so creations. much boucle and fingerless gloves at this Met What's Gala. What's the theme again this year? Carl Lagerfeld. Oh, that's right. So people are going to be wearing, you know, Carl Lagerfeld. And I mean, I'm expecting Madonna to be there. I'm expecting Timothy Chalamet to be there. I'm not expecting him to be with, you know, uh, what's her name? Kylie. I would love it if Rihanna was there. I would love it if she was going in a vintage look. But I just thought she's going through the archives. Less than two weeks before. That's what. That's got to mean. Oh, right? my word. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, let's let's hope so. And the people that are the hosts of the Met Gala mm-hmm. this year, Penelope Cruz, and she is a face of Chanel. Yes, she is. Michaela Cole. Yes. From that from, one TV yes, show. She's British. Yeah. Roger Federer and Dua Lipa. I absolutely love that Rogers. She finally got Rogers. She finally got Rogers. Well, he's retired now. So yeah. he he will look. Please don't do anything weird, Roger. Yeah. Apparently, there are some people that are you know not happy or that are balking at the fifty thousand dollar per ticket price. It went up. Everything's gone up. Yeah, everything's gone up. And, and for rich people who can even afford something in that price range, let them eat cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a story for you. They are. Bidding mad at King Charles. He's oh, just making. Now? I know. It is I crazy. I... The coronation um, food is quiche. Now you think, okay, quiche, no big deal. Spinach right. quiche. Well, the UK is having a massive egg shortage. And King Charles, they're going to take up all the eggs in the land okay, to make hysterical. all these quiches. Yeah. This that's is hysterical. how clueless. And the. Palace and the broadcast. Has the egg shortage been going on for a while when they came up with the menu? Yes. What else do you make for a mid-morning thing, though? Well, I I, I don't know, but, you know, there are other, you know, what directions. Else? But yes. anyway, he's in trouble about that. And then the palace and the broadcasters are fighting over who owns the Chubbly footage. Okay. I'm... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, um... I wonder how long. I mean, I hate to say this, but I just feel like there's been so much damage done to the monarchy. Well, the British broadcasters are fighting back with the palace, not in a way that they did with Queen Elizabeth, where they want the Buckingham Palace wants them to be they want to be able to do edits and stuff like that. And the broadcasters are fighting back. So it just continues. It's just bizarre to me how they're debating all of this in the headlines. Across the pond, there's so many. Um, you wonder who's on who's on first. Like here, here's here's the sampling, and some of it's coming from Buckingham Palace, some from the tabloids. Prince Harry told his daddy, "We'll absolutely skip the coronation concert." Prince William can be difficult and short-tempered with King Charles. King Charles didn't invite most of the non-royal dukes to the coronation. Duchess Meghan is skipping the chubbly to avoid the scrutiny. Um, the Sussexes are still the only subject in town. 
Uh, King Charles struck a deal with Princess Kate on the day Queen Elizabeth passed away. What uh, was that deal? All right, I read that headline. I'm curious, because you probably read it. I was too lazy to read it. Yeah. To be honest. King Charles used That's a 20... That's the only one I cared about. He used a 2018 photograph of the Sussexes in his coronation program. I thought that was a, I thought that was a smart move. <laughs> they don't have any more recent one because they've been gone. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a smart move to include both of his sons. No, but he just used old photos. I know he yeah. did. Lazy. <laughs> lazy. Just but pure they're laziness. not going to get a new one. No, no, of the Sussexes. I understand. Yeah. yeah. He wanted a photo with both of his boys and their wives in the yeah. or in the coronation stuff. Right. What, what else he could he choose from? Right. It's not lazy. It's it's all he has. Right. So I just think, I thought that was a smart move on his behalf. He had no other choice, it I, sounds like. It sounds, it just sounds dreadful. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, if he had a personality. Who, Charles? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, it's, so that's it's, what a hard act to follow. And yeah. is Duchess Meghan holding a grudge against Katy yes. Perry from 2018? I well, I was curious about that. I'm hoping you read these so I don't have to. Well, Julia, I've been <laughs> skipping over the royal stories because I know you have no interest oh, in listening. But I'm to not them. alone. But on those two, I am interested. Yeah. So if you want to tell us about it, I'm all for it. Well, I do want to tell people to watch Blackpink on Carry uh, Carpool Karaoke. That oh. was a real delightful surprise i did and not know girls band yes women's band yes. yes yeah girls girl girl group and they just rep bts it's very very good and i mean i was impressed with the i'll always be impressed with james corden for the carpool karaoke you're right i was thinking the same thing mm-hmm. when i watched that i was like as much as he's kind of annoyed me the last year i love this bit it's so good it's great Okay, we have to give a shout out to a long distance listener oh, in, in Baltimore. Hey, Poochie. Poochie. <laughs> I love you. You know who you are. You know who you are. Why did she just send us an email? So, yeah, you know, a friend, an old friend of ours. Yeah. Awesome. And my neighbor. Um, growing oh, and up. by the way, there's yes. a photo this morning. Celine Dion was trending. Oh, yeah. I clicked oh, on gosh. it. She did. And so, and it, there's you it, made me look at it with you. Figure <laughs> Celine Dion attending her son's wedding, and it was on a TikTok thing. I thought this. There's something. I don't know if this is Celine Dion. Sure enough, it is not Celine Dion. It is a woman who looks like Celine Dion, who was at her son's wedding, getting pushed in a wheelchair, and she has um, ALS. Oh, no, this is for the wrong reason. Yes. Oh, so no. people were, like, trying to say that, you know, oh, this is Celine, and, you know, she did tell us uh, earlier this year that she had was diagnosed with um, stiff person syndrome. It was really shocking because you and I watched it for a while before we didn't realize it wasn't her. I yeah. When I watched it this morning, I made a note to myself to check this out at work. The sourcing on it because I thought this just doesn't. Mm-hmm. If Celine Dion's son got married, I don't think they just would let random people just be videotaping that. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, so anyway, right. if you clicked on that, is not Celine Dion, um, and we are sending all of our love and prayers to our little Canadian songbird. <laughs> <laughs> You know, no, it was distressing. I thought, oh no, there's no way. That's what. Yeah, I really. Oh, get better, Celine. I don't know. There's so few people that have this stiff person syndrome, and it's a neurological and autoimmune disease that causes such extreme muscle tightness and spasms that, like, 
you can't walk or do anything. Oh, that sounds miserable. Yeah. It, just, it does sound miserable. Because remember, initially, her legs were spasming. Yes. When she was practicing in Paris for her concert. Yes. <sighs> Celine. So anyway, that's not Celine um, that we saw at a wedding mm-hmm. on TikTok that then was trending all over all the other socials. That wasn't her. Good call on doing the source check there, because that's the problem with this world. (laughs) Not enough of that, so I'm glad you did that. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. All right, everybody. Furniture Manor is located two miles north of 694 on County Road 81 in Osseo, and it is a treasure chest of a furniture store. They have furniture for all rooms in your home and including bedroom sets and mattresses. And um, the team at Furniture Manor, everybody who works there has a design background. So if you're just going in and looking around, you know, and you want to meet, you know, they'll ask you, can we help you? No, that person helping you can help you really help you. Right. And it's not just can tell you the price, can tell you what might work with what something else. And maybe you brought in your paint swatches. And maybe you brought in a little swatch or a pillow of an existing piece of furniture you want to match. They can do it all there. And the pricing there is phenomenal. It we, is. It's such great pricing. Good, better, best pricing. I like love, how you always describe the layers. Love it. And you're going to find things you aren't going to find other places in the Twin Cities, including you're able to buy right off the showroom floor. If you'd love it, take it home or they'll deliver it the next day. I have one for you, Lori, okay? Yeah. So I don't watch New Jersey Housewives. But when, I don't know why not. I, I'm starting to think this. But so <laughs> um, Margaret was on looking very skinny, skinny with Jennifer, I think, last night. I she had a facelift last summer. Yes. Margaret I don't Joseph's. even know who these people are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I, Andy Cohen does something in particular with the New Jersey housewives that I don't see him do with the below deck folks or any of the other people. Okay. Where he makes them put snobby words in a sentence and make some not, not snobby but word he does he does he does vocabulary tests and trying to make them look dumber no cuz see Jackie who he gave the vocabulary test you would know this she is very smart and she has an amazing vocabulary mm-hmm. he's done this with Teresa he's done it with Teresa to make her look dumb because she is it, it's a easy game to play and it's amazing how many basic words she doesn't know it's but kind it's, of shocking it's mean I don't think it's mean, and it didn't come off as mean or oh, anything okay. last well, night. I, well, I just thought, gosh. Uh, in fact, I thought, God, that could be a game you and I could play. Well, you'd win. Well, <laughs> you'd win. But, I mean, he was really pulling out some big, he some, really, some descriptive words that are not used, you know, that and we can much. usually I can usually figure out a word if I see in a sentence, you yeah. know, but I was just... I but when he did it to Teresa Judice, who is kind of doesn't have all the marbles in the in the set. Tuya, dumber than a box of rocks. Okay, I'm trying to be nice. No, I'm trying to be nice. She I thought is... it was kind of shady. No, has... no, and with, Mar- with with Jackie, it's like because she is, she's. See, I she's, don't know this. Yeah, about yeah, her. yeah. So it wasn't. They did. That's why they had. But fun I just thought it's like having someone who's not that bright on your show and quizzing them on genius questions with Teresa. But I this thought, is Teresa. So she has made her. She stuck her. You know, flagpole in the sand on this thing. She is okay with just, not not being too bright and misusing words, and she mixes up words. I mean, this is just her thing. I don't kind of like me. I don't think she takes <laughs> any offense at it. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay, I just thought, is this this shady game that This is you not knowing the Real Housewives. I mean, you right, know. you run out of I'm not watching the Jersey thing. I just thing. thought, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shady, shady, and he has the shady Because he rat. had Louie on, and he played the game with Louie, and he said, will Teresa know what the meaning of these words were when they were both on? And he's asking Louie, and he's like, no, she won't know that. And she's sitting right there. And then. And she's just laughing. So th- this is. Yeah. Okay, and then... She doesn't feel insulted. They asked Margaret, one of the New Jersey housewives last night, whose marriage is going to be over faster, Mm -hmm. Teresa and Louie, or I don't even know the other people, Mm -hmm. and she just was Teresa and Louie. Yeah. Is it a common known thing, basically, of everybody? Uh, Yeah, I think so. You know how when you know somebody, you know something's going to end in tears, but they're just, like, deliriously happy? Right. You know. For now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for them. All right. I was just curious. So mm-hmm. you're right. I don't know the housewives. Mm-hmm. Well, the Jersey. The anyway. Jersey ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. That's oh, it. All right. Your turn. I, oh, I could find Hollywood my... speaking. We are. Shanna Mockler. Mockler. Who used to be married to Travis. Travis Parker. This is this First, is the wife of his children. Yeah. Or the children, the mom of his children. Last week, um, somebody had commented <laughs> under a selfie that Shannon had posted saying, I hope you... One day you get a huge apology for what was said on that exploitive money-grubbing circus talking about Kardashian and Barker's Hulu wedding special. And all she said was, well, she posts more with my kids than her own. Ha! Sweet. What, isn't it? Jealous. Um, uh, the Hollywood speak on that okay, is I- that moms are not really crazy about the bonus mom doing all the photos yeah. with oh. the kids, you know, that aren't hers. And yeah. then she doesn't post her own children, but she's posting Shanna, Shanna's kids. Well, here's, here's what I would think is the kids mm-hmm. that she's making us feel really welcome. If I was the stepchildren, that's how I took that. So I'm. No, I'm taking it. For, I'm taking for <laughs> Shanna's. You should answer and ask. I, I'm taking <laughs> Shanna's. Um, I'm taking her side on that because, okay. I mean, she's just, it is ironic that, um, you know, she does all the posts with Travis's kids. Maybe because it's they're older. I have no idea. They are older. But still, it would bug, it would bug any but I, in, any uh, any first wife, the mother of, if someone else is always posting. I would agree with that, but yeah. I think in Courtney's defense, she's trying to be nice and inclusive with these kids. Or trying to get her um, own social media because she's so far behind her sisters. I don't even know about that. I don't yeah. think she cares. You always yeah. said she never cared she about that. Fans continue to blast Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos. Now they're doing too much on-air PD. Right. These two cannot catch a break from the post. This is ridiculous. But people really are going after them on social media, Why? yelling at them. Yes. Okay, I Because did. they're a couple. I don't know. Okay, well, here was something. I, did, I have enjoyed their show this week. And here is, okay, so I've been checking it out every day. Yeah. And I caught it for like four minutes today, okay? Mm-hmm. That's it. And he's, they're just talking about what they did last night. And Kelly said her colorist is using double the color that he used to because she's got so many grays, mm-hmm. self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. And then her husband says, well, I listened to the best podcast ever last night. You heard this? Do you know whose it was? No, who was it again? His wife's. Oh, Kelly yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it felt a little, it, it was sweet, but a little 
Forrester. It was a little, little Forrest and sucked up. But he, she did a podcast talking with Carol Burnett that apparently was very good, but it, it felt very suck up y. Yeah, yeah, Kinda yeah. Kind of like. Well, like Kelly Clarkson had, uh, you know, she sang mine yesterday yes, on, on her show. And at the end of the show, she's like, you got, and she seemed kind of, you know, a little bit choked up. And she said, you guys, when I wrote this song, I was really mad. Don't worry. There's going to be other, there's, there's going to be other songs, songs yeah. on, on it and stuff. So. She had a cute conversation with Henry Winkler yesterday. She did. We also cute. did post that video of mine. Oh, you oh, did? Okay. Yeah, so if you want to go I check it out. I love that song. Yeah, I, I like me too. better than mine. I don't know why. Maybe because you've listened, listened to that to one more. I've listened to me. Yeah. I mean, who names the song me and mine and the next one is I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love The that. third one is myself. <laughs> Kylie Jenner said there are misconceptions about her insecurities and the work she's done on her face. This is an interview with... Home girls, and she said, um, I think a big misconception about me is that I've had so much surgery on my face and that I was some insecure person, and I really wasn't. Uh, you specifically told us on the Kardashians that you were insecure about your thin lips, which is why you bucked Has them up. she so- had a nose job? Because I was looking at some of the when she was a she teenager. Said everything. That's what everything, I thought. Everything. She's had her breasts done. She's, People all look alike now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really wasn't. I love full lips and I always wanted full lips. And when I was growing up, I was the most confident girl in the room. I'm like, this is the complete opposite of what but any... didn't she move out at 15 and have her own money? No, I, I don't think it was like that house. that okay. early. I don't think it was that early. But um, anyway, people were just like, girl, own who, it. Uh, oh, who own are it. you trying to? Who are you trying to lie to? Okay. You know? Anyway, so only because she contradicted her own self on the Kardashians. And then Reese Witherspoon, I, you know, her team is is really, you know, they, they, they like how they are played, you know, everything. Because that, that, that separation happened on a March, a Friday in March, and it was forgotten about by Monday. Anyway, she wants us to know that it was rough for her to reach that decision. This is from people, so it's coming you know from mm-hmm. Reese's team she's a big loyal group of friends but it was not easy it was rough to reach the decision and then to announce it well I think every woman or man can relate yeah yep that's very relatable How about- she needed to have feelings with it I guess mm-hmm. TikTok doesn't believe Justin Bieber was blown away by Frank Ocha's Coachella thing. Okay. You. Because Thank the you. video of him He's, is sleeping. He's got Frank his Ocean. head down on his wife's lap with his hoodie over his head. Channel Orange. Brian <laughs> from Oakdale, I think it was. Somebody Brian Oman, yeah. He said it was Channel Orange was the Frank the Ocean album that we were obsessed with. That Not I we. Forgot. Don't yeah. ever put I me was. in that. Yeah. Brian did give us that email yesterday. Yeah, Thank yeah, you yeah. for that. that. But that, I knew fan. it was Orange something. You said that after work, that it was Orange something, but you couldn't even remember one song. No, I know. I texted Donnie a note. I said, do you remember when I was in love with Frank Ocean and I was diff- and you and Julia couldn't figure it out, but I haven't heard back yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. That's yeah. great. Uh, I don't. What are we going to do, kids? What are we going to do? Well, we're going to take a break and we're going to come right back. That's it. Do some more. We'll be right back.